Hello, my overachieving friend. My name is Holly Lewis, and I am past president of the Overachievers Club. I'm here to talk about the path to calming the hell down and feeling worthy without killing yourself on that perpetual hamster wheel that you're on. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to episode 10, your default stress response. You know, I love talking about chronic stress, how to reduce it, how to get out of burnout, and how to never go back there again. And today, I want to give you some information about your default stress response and why it's so important to be aware of what it is. So I may have mentioned this before, but all humans are motivated by what's called the motivational triad. And that motivational triad is basically our default programming or operating system. We're programmed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and to conserve energy. The way that our brain conserves energy is to create neural pathways whenever things are repeated so that you don't have to spend a lot of energy thinking about them. Our brains are also pattern recognition machines. If it sees a situation that is similar to a neural pathway that you already have, it's going to link those two neural pathways together. In everyday language, a neural pathway can be thought of as a habit. It has a trigger, and then we do the rest of it on autopilot. So think of the example of maybe riding a bike or driving a car. When you first learned how to do those things, you really had to pay attention and think about what you were doing. But once you did it over and over and over again, you really didn't have to think about it unless there was some danger involved. So you want to be very cognizant that this is what our brains are programmed to do. And the reason for it, as you can imagine, is when we lived in the cave or even before the 1800s, times were very dangerous. So we were programmed to avoid pain so that we lived longer. If you remember nothing else, remember, your brain wants things to be safe, easy, and fun. So now let's talk about your default stress response. So your stress response is a habit. You have a neural pathway in your brain that you react in a certain way to danger or perceived danger. Now, you might not think of stress responses as a habit, but they absolutely are. Your brain doesn't know the difference between real and perceived dangers. Humans are the only species on the planet who can think that something is dangerous. All other animals have a stress response in in response to what they are feeling Humans can have a stress response based on what they're thinking. Remember, your brain doesn't know the difference between real danger and perceived danger. So that feeling of unsafe is what actually invokes the stress response. Okay, so now let's talk about the stress response. There are four different ones. And you've heard probably three of them, maybe not the fourth one. So you can have fight flight, freeze, or fawn. And I'm going to get into what each of those kind of look like um, in terms of either metaphorically or physically. 
So last week we talked about enculturation, which is the process by which we learn the behaviors, beliefs, and practices of the people that we're closest to as children. The stress response is one of the things that we learn, that we're enculturated with. So we model our stress response over after one or both of our caregivers. So for example, my mother's default was to fawn while my father's default was flight. And my default is flight. I definitely have times where I exhibit the other types of stress responses based on a particular trigger, but for the most part, I was in a flight state or a state of urgency all the damn time. So now I want to talk to you about the four stress responses and just point out some common behavior to maybe help you have some awareness around this. So fight is a very physical reaction. It's things like screaming, hitting, etc., where you want to beat the crap out of somebody, um, where you want to scream at them. It's very, very physical and violent. Flight is running away or metaphorically running away. It's things like feeling urgent all the time, overworking, ruminating on the same scenario over and over and over again. It's just this constant sense of urgency and time anxiety and all the things. This was me. I was in a constant state of a flight response and didn't even realize it until I started digging into why am I so stressed? Why am I burnout? And this was why. Because I was using up all this energy to run, 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 run. And I was never taking care of myself. Anyway, freeze is hiding and playing dead. Or metaphorically, isolating and avoiding. So things like oversleeping. Now, I'm not talking about like catching up on sleep. I'm talking about sleeping all the time, okay? Even when you're not really tired. Numbing out with substances or any of the other things that you do to avoid something else. Overeating, over Netflixing, over shopping. Things that you're doing to just avoid your life and avoid the trigger that is triggering stress. Now, fawn is a relatively newer stress response that you might not have heard of. And that is agreeing no matter what you really think. So it looks like apologizing constantly, avoiding conflict at all costs, telling people they're right, even when you don't agree with them. All of this to, to just keep yourself safe because you don't want there to be any kind of conflict. This was definitely my mother. She agreed with everybody. She, everything she did was to please other people so that they would never be mad at her, you know, because she felt like it was unsafe for people to be mad at her because of the way that she was brought up. So, you know, all of these things, if you just really pay attention 
to, you know, how do I react in stressful situations? Do I want to go and hide? Do I want to, you know, do I have this constant sense of urgency? Do I want to get mad and scream and hit and throw things? Or do I want to just kowtow to um, everything that everybody says just to avoid conflict? You know the answer to this. If you just sit and think about it for a little bit, what do you do the majority of the time? And here's why I think it's so important for you to know this. You can change your stress response in any situation once you're aware of how you react. So if you know what it is, you can then decide to make a change. If you don't know, you don't know what to change. So there's a really simple process that you can use to change what you want to change about this. So say your default is to um, fight and you really don't like yourself afterwards. You're like, man, I should not have done that, right? Once you have the awareness that fight is kind of your default, you can decide, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. And this simple process can help you change it. And it literally only takes like 10 or 15 minutes. So you want to think about what the trigger was specifically the last time you had the stress response that you want to change. You want to project yourself into that situation. Hear what you heard. Smell what you smelled. See what you saw. You really want to put yourself back in that situation so that you can actually feel the fight response in your body. Then you want to get up and shake it off and do some dancing. And then you want to ask yourself the question, how do I want to feel in this situation? And then you want to find an example of a time when you felt that way and really, really feel into it. Like, think about, you know, for example, I want to feel calm. Where I feel calm is at the beach. I can smell the salt. I can hear the seagulls. I can hear the ocean waves. I can feel the sand on my feet. I can feel this glow of the sun just radiating through my body. I can, I want you to embody the feeling that you want to have. And then once you've done that, you want to bring the trigger up again and say, okay, how do I feel now? And your brain is going to start doing some miraculous things. It's going to start putting rewiring those neural networks to say, oh, wait a minute, maybe I can be calm after this trigger. And you just need to keep repeating that over and over and over again for about a couple of minutes. And then you are going to just be amazed at what happens. 
And there might be other triggers that you need to do this again and again for to kind of knock this whole thing out. But if you start with one specific trigger and then look for other places that, oh, yeah, I could apply this here and I could apply this here and I could apply this here, you are going to feel freaking amazing. And I got to tell you, I used this process just yesterday to change my response to a particular trigger. And my brain, at first it was like really, really weird when I tried, when I was applying this, um, the embodied feeling of calm onto a trigger that always made me um, go into a fight response. And it was so amazing because that trigger actually happened last night and I was so calm. I didn't even, I was like amazed, astounded. It's like, what is even happening here? This is crazy. So I want to encourage you. Basically, what you're doing is rewiring your neural networks when you take these steps and you're basically forgetting the old habit and it works like magic. Okay, my friends, I love talking about this stuff. If you have questions, email me at holly at hollywlewis.com and I'm happy to answer any questions about what you have about default stress response. All right, have a glorious day. If you're curious about coaching and how it can help you stop overworking, I offer a complimentary coaching session to identify and change a mindset that you have about work that is actually causing you to overwork. There's a link in the show notes. I look forward to meeting you.